0: Welcome to the Wellness Restoration Project, where we explore the question of how are you well, a collection of interviews and explorations of resources, both ancient and modern, to help you create your own powerful network and practices in wellness. I'm your integrative herbalist and host, Shelley Swap. Let's do this. Welcome back to the Wellness Restoration Project. This week, in honor of Mental Health Awareness Month and Women's Health Awareness Week, today is all about one of the major puzzle pieces of our mental health, the gut-brain access. Are you familiar with how connected the gut and the mind are? This connection is one that has been understood by traditional cultures for thousands of years, but our understanding of it in Western medicine is relatively new and continually evolving. So there are 500 million neurons that are embedded into the lining of the gastrointestinal system. That's kind of mind-blowing, think about it. It starts at the esophagus and works all the way down through our uh, entire gastrointestinal system to the anus. This complex system of neurons is connected to the brain through the central nervous system, which consists of the vagus nerve or the parasympathetic nervous system as well as the sympathetic nervous system. This is known as the ENS and is often referred to as the second brain. So the ENS is the enteric nervous system. Research has shown that even when the communication to the brain from the vagus nerve is cut off, the enteric nervous system continues to function. So it literally is like a second brain in the body. Just like the brain, these millions of neurons are in constant communication with all the organs and systems in our body, and that communication is greatly influenced by our microbiome. Now, you've probably heard of the microbiome. That's all the bacteria in our gut that breaks down the food we eat and creates neurotransmitters. We have a microbiome on all of our different organs, which makes sense when you understand that that is how neurotransmitters are fed and created and those types of things and how our organ communicates our organs communicates with our gut and with our brain and all those different things there is a constant conversation about our nutrient status our hunger cues cravings needs all those things that go on between all of the different neurotransmitters in our body and the emotions our bodies feel Directly affect these neurotransmitters through the same pathways. So the, the parasympathetic and the sympathetic nervous system have a have a huge impact on this ENS, on this enteric nervous system, which then affects our gut health and all of our organ health. It's based, It's really is a two way street. That's very much the reason that when you get nervous or stressed, you can feel nauseated or butterflies in your stomach or your hunger cues can get turned on or off when you're in really intense situations. On top of that, 90% of serotonin is made in your gut. um, Think about that for a minute. 90%. Serotonin is known as the happy hormone. Although it does a lot more than make us feel good, it affects mood, anxiety, sleep, appetite, temperature, eating, behavior, sexual behavior, movements, and gastrointestinal mobility. And there are 14 different types of serotonin receptors in the body that influence all of those pieces of our health and more. So what we used to think about is we used to think that mental health was always in our head. And now we know that so much of it is affected by what's going on in the rest of our body. What does this have to do with mental health? Well, because of this direct connection to our gut, when our bodies get stressed or when we experience trauma, It greatly hinders our our ability to absorb nutrients. Extreme emotions also impair our gut motility, either moving food too quickly through the GI tract or holding onto it, creating either diarrhea or constipation. And in cases of long-term stress or trauma, we see things like IBS, Crohn's, ulcerative colitis, and so much more. Even a few weeks of gut dysregulation can begin to create nutritional deficiencies and we can end up undernourished and hungry or hangry. And to that, add to that poor diet choices, with foods laden with chemicals, devoid of nutrients, and boom, we have ourselves a real problem. Fried, processed, and sugar-laden foods feed the type of bugs in the gut that create all sorts of problems. And those bugs grow and then send messages using those nan- neurotransmitters we just talked about to your brain to eat, to tell you to eat even more of those, those poor quality foods that they need to grow. And the cycle gets deeper and deeper and deeper. And we see weight gain, we see inflammation, we see gut dysbiosis, we see hormone imbalance, we see PMS, we see mood swings. All of these are symptoms of nutrient depleted brains and bodies, which are a direct path to depression, anxiety, and so many other mental health challenges. So what's a person to do? Maybe you can't avoid the stress of midterms or finals or raising teenagers or losing a loved one, but being aware of how these types of things affect you is a huge step in learning what it is that you need to do to prevent yourself from falling deeply into the dangerous cycle of depression or anxiety, or at the very least, from getting worse than it actually than it already is because we know that there are lots of different causes of major depressive disorder or anxiety and other mental health diseases but this is one that can have a huge impact understanding your gut the gut brain connection in mental health can give you a lot of resources to start taking the steps to giving your body what it needs to begin to or at least start to balance so that you can better handle the things that you're dealing with A simple example is that research has shown that 30% of cases of major depressive disorder can see improvement when magnesium levels are brought into optimum ranges. If you're looking for a really good supplement, check out my full script dispensary. Ultra Mag by Pure Encapsulations is a really great option, and I never want you to forget how powerful an Epsom salt bath can be. So two cups in a hot bath, get in there, soak for about 30 minutes, and really see if it makes a difference for you. But let's also get into some herbs that are worth knowing about when it comes to supporting the gut and improving mood. Berberine is the active ingredient in a category of herbs commonly known as the yellows, or really bitter herbs. Herbs like European barberry, golden seal, golden thread, um, greater celandine, Oregon grapefruit, um, philodendron, and tree turmeric. So this, this tree turmeric isn't the turmeric that you commonly hear about. It's generally seen on labels as barberry or Indian barberry. Berberine is known to cross the blood-brain barrier and has a protective effect on the central nervous nervous system disorders, such as Alzheimer's, mental depression, schizophrenia, and anxiety. Berberine is also a powerful gut restorative herb and is useful in helping control insulin resistance, which is another hormone that really can, can wreak havoc with our body. It helps to modulate and restore the neurotransmitters And in studies as recent as 2019, it has shown to be an incredibly effective antidepressant in animals and is currently being studied in humans for the same thing. I would not be surprised at all if we start seeing berberine um, recommended as a piece of the puzzle when it comes to major depressive disorder. Many berberine containing herbs have been used extensively for centuries in all the major herbal traditions to heal, reduce inflammation, and balance the gut, which is always a key player when we see mental health challenges in patterns dating that we've, that we that are recorded back into thousands of years in traditional Chinese medicine and Ayurvedic medicine. Effective dosing is usually about 1,000 to 1,500 milligrams a day, but it's important to work with a qualified herbalist or practitioner as berberine-containing herbs actually work best in combination with other herbs that can help balance out its very bitter, drying energetics. If you haven't had a chance to listen to the previous episode, I teach you about fish oils and how helpful they are in mental health, ADHD, and depression. And everything that we've talked about this far is is more information as to why those fish oils are so beneficial. One of the products I love is made by Nitrogen. It's a great tasting fish oil that also contains turmeric. So turmeric is another amazing gut restorative herb that is shown again to be an effective antidepressant. So let me tell you about this study. It was an eight-week randomized, double-blind, placebo-controlled clinical trial. So that's what we want to see. We want to see that, that is, we've got people, so equal amounts of people that are being given the herb and also equal amounts of people that are be, being given the placebo and that nobody knows who's getting what. The study enrolled 56 patients with major depressive disorder and all patients were randomly and equally allocated to be treated with either curcumin, 500 milligrams twice daily. Curcumin is the active ingredient in turmeric or a placebo for eight weeks. So they were able to exclude people based on, you know, if they had, if they'd been smoking, if they had already been taking curcumin or turmeric supplements, they weren't included in the study. If they were taking pharmaceutical antidepressants, they, the drug and the dosage must have been stable for previous eight weeks and needed to be stable throughout the duration of the study so that's good to know that if people who are already on antidepressants were included in this study and if volunteers were receiving psychological therapy the treatment must have commenced at least eight weeks prior to, to those participating in the study so they did disc- exclude people who had a psychotic disorder and they did exclude bipolar disorder and they did exc- exclude a couple of other comorbid dis- obsessive disorder excuse me obsessive compulsive disorders and, and anyone who was have it at high risk of suicide volunteers were awful also excluded if they suffered from diabetes autoimmune diseases and a bunch of other things so they were just looking for people who were really suffering from major depressive disorders and they measured this by using many of the standard t- tests out there the idssr and the scores in an anxiety trait, an overall anxiety trait test that's well known in the mental health world. So during the first four weeks of the clinical trials, patients treated with both the curcumin or the turmeric and the placebo demonstrated significant improvements in the the measures that they had. So they readministered the testing at four weeks and both groups showed a pretty significant improvement. Well, okay, no big deal there, right? However, during the next four weeks, weeks four through eight, curcumin emerged as a significantly more potent than placebo in improving several mood-related symptoms and showed a significant improvement um, in the total score of both the uh, antidepressant or the depressant score and the anxiety trait score. In addition, while examining the effects of curcumin in people with atypical depression, which is generally more difficult to treat, curcumin had an even greater antidepressant and anti-anxiety efficacy compared to placebo. They concluded that the anti-inflammatory effects of curcumin may account for its increased effectiveness in patients with depression and that this nutraceutical may provide a safe and effective treatment for individuals suffering with a major psychiatric disorder. They did acknowledge that there were some limitations of this study that they definitely could have included a much larger population of people, and it was a relatively short treatment of duration. Nonetheless, the study yet again highlights that curcumin or turmeric offers a safe, inexpensive, and potent treatment option for individuals suffering from a major depression. That is pretty darn cool, isn't it? We know that turmeric is another great restorative herb that it really does get in there and restore the gut and it's one that i use often in my practice when i see people coming in with lots of gut complaints but to know that it's also an effective antidepressant is really exciting there are dozens of other great herbs that help in similar ways and if this is helping you to connect the dots because perhaps you have some gut or digestive challenges as well as suffering from a mental health disor- disorder and you want to see if these natural therapies will help you i highly recommend reaching out to a well-qualified herbalist or an integrative medicine practitioner who's trained and understands the powers of these herbs and using them in ways that really respect your body's needs and imbalances is also a big piece of the puzzle. Simply taking a lot of one or two of these things isn't always the wisest choice. Making sure that the powerful anti-inflammatory opening and drying properties of these herbs are balanced by healthy fats and replenishing herbs and nutrients and foods can really make a big difference. If you'd like to chat with me, you can always schedule a free 15 minute consult through the link in my Instagram bio. It should be on my Facebook page. And I know it's also on my website at shellyswap.com. And I'd be happy to answer questions and see if we'd be a good fit to work together as well. Also, if you would like to try the Nutrigen supplement that I talked about in the last episode, and that includes the turmeric, I reached out to Nutrigen and they have offered my listeners a 20% off code. It's my name, Shelly20. With the number 20 after it and um, and you can enter it at checkout if they ask you for a referring practitioner you can also put my name in as well if that is what they need in order to get you the discount so I will put the link to those in the show notes and then you'll also have access to them on my social media. So next week, I've got a really fun guest for you around mental health that I think you'll love. So until then come join me on Instagram. We'll be talking more about these wonderful herbs and how they connect to healing our gut and how our gut really is a big piece of the puzzle when it comes to mental health. So come join me on Instagram and be well. Thank you for joining me for the Wellness Restoration Project. I hope that you got as much out of it as I did today. So if you are ready to add more of these wonderful resources to your life, I hope you'll join me over at Instagram where I'm sharing lots of great things on a daily basis. I also would love to chat with you. If you think that you are interested in getting a little more personalized help, I hope that you'll either head to my website or to the link in my bio in Instagram and um, set up a time for us to chat because I would love to be on your team as you begin the process of restoring wellness to your life. So until next time, thank you for joining me and be well.